Hi everybody. Hey, uh, today's topic is called Open Too Early. And I believe that there is a time for everything, uh, just as the Bible says. Uh, but some things get opened too early. But um, And we're going to talk about an example of that. And But there is hope. And God, God can bring release and recovery. And I think of someone and they had been open too early. They weren't ready. And um, to be honest, this is about um, sexual abuse, that they had been open too early before they were ready. And they had not been allowed to fully mature in their thinking and ability. To understand what was going on but now it had been opened um, and for someone else I know uh, they had been told that this was love and they had been sexually abused and this is a guy and they'd had lies told him that this was love at a very tender age now and now this interruption that had happened to him took his normal healthy development he could never fully move on into his world the way he intended um, never with the confidence about who he was and what he was about it was like um, they both had an injection of poison uh, injection injected into them their their human being and into the human being and this affected all their doing and I think, you know, all of us have had an interruption at times. Uh, something has cut across our path, uh, caused normal, healthy development to cease, uh, to take a different route, uh, to go off track. Uh, uh, it's kind of like a lie has been injected into our thinking that there is no beauty in you, uh, that there is no purpose for you. Um, it's a very tender topic um, because I've talked to people quite a bit about this sort of stuff. And as I sit here, um, and when I was writing this particular post, I can look out and I can see out through that window there um, beautiful yellow roses. And it's springtime here in New Zealand, and there's a rose bush there. And <coughs> When I wrote it, it was pushing out completely new buds. And if you come over to the blog post and have a look, <coughs> you'll see a picture of those buds. And like I can see the beginnings of a flower, and it's tightly bound. It's like a small ball, and I, it's coming. I know it is. And that small ball will swell from the inside out. And will we'll soon be the size of a golf ball. And there's a temptation to go out and to force it open, to peel back the green calyx surrounding um, and covering the beauty. I want that beauty and I want it now. But no, 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 no. I, I need to wait and let it come out naturally. Let it emerge in its own special God-designed way. And I know that rose bush, um, it's been through a lot this in the winter. 
storms, uh, rain has pelted it, hail pelted it the other day, winds have thrashed it, and one day soon, uh, the yellow colours uh, that I can just see, well, they're gonna, they're, they're just gonna burst out and explode out into the air. Uh, fragrance will fill the air, and it will shout, "Look at me, look at me, <laughs> look at me!" If you're an Aussie, you'll know who, who I'm, what I'm talking about. <laughs> look at me, and I will come, and I'll go to that rose, and I will soak in the scent of its glory, and uh, and bees will visit it. Wander around its stamens, uh, collect nectar, pollen, and then be on their way. And angels will sing, uh, parties will explode out of nothingness, and God will say that it is good. And um, actually, I've got that rose fully bloomed in my hand here. And if you're on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. So if you're listening to the podcast, I suggest you coming over coming over to my YouTube channel and having a look at this rose. And it is a very big rose. And it sort of covers the whole palm of my hand. And the variety is called Racy Lady. <laughs> so this is Racy Lady. And I wish I could be able to um, pass the scent of this rose through um, the, the podcast or YouTube because it smells divine. Hmm, divine, <laughs> very godly, and it is stunning. And it's just we've had a bit of rain today, and it's covered in raindrops, and it is beautiful. And I look forward to the seeing this rose every year. Um, and I spend a lot of time caring for it and pruning it and fertilizer, and, and I look forward to it. And I know other people like this rose too. And I know people that are like this rose, and they are at various stages of revelation, okay? Um, some hold the calyx, and the calyx is, if you're looking at YouTube, this green thing around around the base of the flower, and it's, it's a protective layer around the, the new bud. And some hold the calyx around them tight, and they have built walls high and strong they don't want anyone seeing in um maybe because someone has already awakened them too early and has had a look inside and it's kind of damaged them and the word damaged goods is heard so often that i consider opening a repair shop <laughs> um perhaps this website is a bit like that and this my podcasts and blogs and YouTube is kind of a bit of a repair shop and a place of renovation. I love this rose. It's beautiful, isn't it? And a re place of renovation from the inside out. And so I've got a little horticultural lesson here. You know, many flowers, as I've said, have this thing called a calyx, all right, which is like a collection of sepals. And one calyx has many sepals. And it's like, they protect the, the flower bud. And if you come over and look at the, the website, you'll be able to see pictures of uh, the calyx. And um, like we've got three pictures here, one where the, you can't see any yellow, and it's slow, the yellow is coming out. And <laughs> I should update this, this blog post with a picture of this rose. Uh, 
But I really like this quote from Aeneas Nunn. And the time came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. For some, um, that bud has been opened too soon. Now they try to pull the protective calyx up and around them. They want to see, they, they want no one to see into the interior world and the beauty that is within them. Uh, tell them that they have beauty and purpose and they look at you and think you're kind of mad. And they, they, they mock you. They consider you're a fool, but it's there and it wants to come out. It needs to come out. And tell tell some people that they've got a purpose and a, and a, and a, and a meaning. They, they, um, they, they think, no, you, I haven't. But now, um, this time, as we talk about the beauty, that needs to be handled properly, um, with softness and time. Lots and lots of unhurried time. A kind of time that is natural and unforced. Uh, no artificial chemicals to push the growth along. It's simply to reveal itself at its own pace. And then the waiting is over. And there is an explosion of beauty and purpose, you know, and here it is. And, um, you know, look how large this rose is. It's huge. And it is full of scent. And I like to give this rose away uh, and give it to people and say to them, smell the rose, smell the beauty, take it in deep, you know. It'll only be here for just this season, and then you'll have to wait for another year. So enjoy um, the rose. Look, I have met uh, many, many damaged roses. And I kind of weep and mourn for how their lives have never fully quite revealed the God beauty in them. They have never quite felt the confidence to fully move into their world. Instead, they have held uh, this calyx around themselves, and that is where the tension is, holding it in, hiding it. It's, it's done so much that it becomes simply who you are. It's unconscious to your awareness. You, you don't even know you're doing it. But um, depression and anxiety are like telltale signs of your interior hide-and-seek game. And sort of Jesus sneaks in under your calyx and declares these words. Listen to these words, what Jesus, I think, wants to declare into your uh, damaged um, rose. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. That's Luke 4, 18, 19. And he was reading that, and it was from um, the Torah, from uh, Isaiah. And this, this change, you know, from a bud to this, and from what happens inside us, it is cellular. It is tiny. It is small and seemingly insignificant, the change begins to happen from the inside out.
and it's a beautiful thing. Um, good news, release to captivity, recovery of how you see yourself and your world. The oppression lifts and a new freedom is found. Um, email me, barry at turningthepage.co.nz and let me know about uh, your rose. <laughs> um, here's some quotes for you to consider. We don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. Anais Nunn. Love never dies a natural death. It dies because we don't know how to replenish its source. It dies of blindness and errors and betrayals. It dies of illness and wounds. It dies of weariness, of witherings, of tarnishings. Anais Nunn. We've got a lot of Anais Nunn in today's. Uh, post uh, life um, each friend represents a world in us a world possibly not born until they arrive and it's only by this meeting that a new world is born nice life shrinks or expands in a proportion to one's courage nice and uh, there are two things that draw us outside of ourselves pain in other people's faces and I've seen that. And the unbelievable beauty that is in, that is other human beings at their best. Or in other words, cross and resurrection. Richard Raw. The call of every true artist is to envision true beauty and then creatively 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 represent it. Beauty is not in the eye of the beholder, it is objective. It exists in the character and relationships of God. I'm called, and so are you, to get a, a feel for what beauty looks like as we hear the resurrection and story truth, and then follow God's signposts to reflect his beauty in our character and relationships. Larry Crabb. Questions. Number one, where have you felt uh, constricted in your life? Two, formation is a process of opening and revealing. Where have you been opened too early or have been interrupted? And the quote, love never dies a natural death. What would be a sentence to describe the opposite of those words? Love always grows when what happens? And uh, for a formation exercise, uh, find a flower and examine its calyx, right? What's its purpose? Why do we never marvel over the calyx? Could the calyx be considered a kind of protective boundary? I hope you found this helpful. And if you can find some roses wherever you are, whatever season you're at the moment, enjoy the beauty. Know that uh, there was a calyx surrounding that beauty. And take a good smell. It's always important to take time to smell the roses. Okay, send me an email, barry at turningthepage.co.nz. If you found this helpful, hey, uh, I'd love you to share it with somebody else. Um, leave some comments uh, wherever you're watching or viewing or listening to this. Um, and leave a leave a review for Turning the Page podcast or and YouTube. Until then, um, yeah, please. Please take some time to smell the roses. Bye.